Hi, and welcome to my podcast, The Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm glad you found me. I'm Renee Beery, and I love empowering women to take on home projects, both large and small. I have been the only girl on the job site for the past 27 years, and I have seen it all. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. With my help, I hope you will be able to avoid the mistakes I've seen in the past and go into your project confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your project is as smooth and successful as possible. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. In last week's episode number nine, I went into the top trends I see the home construction industry focusing on, not only in this coming year, but in years to come, on the areas in the home that were basically born out of the pandemic and our evaluation of our spaces in the home and what our real needs are for those spaces. If you haven't heard that episode, I really encourage you to go back and listen to it, especially if you are evaluating a list of items that you want to focus on that may inform your decision-making process of which project you take on first. After that episode aired, I had some wonderful interactions with people who had listened to it, and they shared their own experiences with the four areas that we had discussed. And the main topic that kept coming up was the home office. And obviously, that's not a big surprise to anyone, as we were all forced to work remotely in homes that weren't set up for that. So today I thought I would take a deeper dive into that topic alone because the people who reached out to me had different needs of a home office, which again will be personal to you and your requirements. So I wanted to put together two areas to consider. One group of people were emailing me about what I would call kind of a laptop lifestyle, meaning they can do their work simply from a laptop. So they didn't see a real need for what I would consider, say, a structured office. But I pushed back on them to really consider their needs. So for instance, if you only need a laptop, you still need a proper surface to work on and a proper chair. One person shared with me a photo of their current workspace where they had two laptops propped up on top of a printer on a folding table in the guest bedroom, and they had a backless stool for a chair. Now, while I was tempted to laugh, I couldn't because they are now the norm. And this one woman is fairly certain that while she won't be working five days a week from home going forward, there will be one or two days where she can actually choose to work from home. So she needs a better setup and obviously, first and foremost, a better chair to support her back. So we discussed what other needs would she have. In the picture she showed me, she had a printer. But then when we discussed her needs further, she said an independent scanner would actually support her further and allow her to be more efficient from home. Okay, great. So now we know she needs at least one laptop, one additional screen, one printer, and one scanner. And then I looked at the photo and I said, where's your lighting coming from? And she said, oh, yeah, it's terrible. I can barely see what I'm doing. So she had dragged over a floor lamp and sort of put it makeshift next to this folding table. So obviously, lighting is key. Is that going to be overhead lighting in addition to 
a desk lamp, which would provide task lighting, or do you have no overhead lighting and therefore you need additional task lighting? Another thing to consider was privacy. Now, in this situation, she was in her guest bedroom and she said they typically only use that room two or three times a year. So it is reasonable for her to stay in that room, albeit getting a real desk and chair and lighting. But other people I spoke with are camping out in the family room or a corner of the dining room or even the corner of their bedroom. And long-term, those aren't good solutions for a whole host of reasons. So when you're evaluating what you need, you also need to consider where you need to be. Now, if you are in a separate room, privacy is easy to come by. You just simply close the door. If you are going to have to carve out a space in another room, try to find a space that will be as quiet as possible. I had one client we were discussing maybe putting up some freestanding decorative screens. While it doesn't create privacy to sound, it does create a sense of privacy if someone's walking by in the hallway looking in. That made her feel better and happier about camping out in one of the rooms. That provides a sense of privacy without going through the construction process of segmenting a room. The other thing to consider, we're going through this with another client, is he is sure he can be in the guest bedroom on the second floor. And they have very young children. And there is an option to be on the third floor to fit out a space, but he really wanted to be, quote, around the family. So I cautioned him that that may grow old over time. He's an attorney. There are times where he's going to have lengthy phone conversations with clients that he's going to need quiet for. So he's going to try it. And we've decided not to purchase anything that can't be moved to this third floor room if it doesn't support his needs being on the second floor around his young family. So these are all really critical considerations before you start investing in not only a space, perhaps some construction, but also the furniture that you think you need. Now to go on to that further, there may be another group of you that is planning on working full-time from home and need a really fully functioning office. So what does that mean? You may need uh, filing cabinets. You may need a real desk and not just a surface or a writing table. You will again need to focus on your lighting needs. Is it additional lighting? Is it task as well as ambient lighting? And ambient lighting, I mean room lighting. Keep in mind, most commercial offices are very well lit. You may not realize it until you don't have it anymore. And then again, you go through your equipment list. What are your requirements going to need? Again, you will most likely need a computer, a printer. Do you also need a scanner? Additionally, you'll need to evaluate your electrical needs. Chances are the electrical outlets in your walls won't be enough to plug in all of your new devices. And having an octopus of cords and power strips may not be your best answer. This may require you calling in an electrician to add additional outlets, as well as cable needs. Do you need a Cat5 outlet for your computer needs? And then, how's your Wi-Fi? I know we had to boost our Wi-Fi when all of a sudden, not only was I working from home, but my husband and two children were working from home as well. These are critical pieces to keep you connected, and if you're trying to prove to an employer that you can work from home, you need this to be seamless so they can see that this setup will work, not only for you, but for them. So then there's another group of people that reached out to me to discuss the unknown. 
Here we are in January. They have no idea when their offices will be open again. They do believe they're going back into their office, but they have been squatting, for lack of a better term, in these random places, and it's wearing thin. One woman reached out to me and she said, I just can't spend another week at this makeshift desk. Is it time to invest in a better setup, knowing it may only last for six months? So my answer was twofold. One, we don't know how long it will be until you go back. And two, the financial component. Obviously, if it's makeshift, she hasn't spent a lot of money in it, and it can be put away when she does go back to the office. So I would suggest considering a piece of furniture that can be used in another way. Perhaps you buy a piece of furniture that serves more as a writing desk, but then in the future can go in a family room, behind a sofa, or up against a wall like a console table. This is something that would at least spread out the costs and make it more reasonable to invest in now. Now, I did caution her that the entire world is in the market for desks, and I am in there with them. We are all struggling to find the perfect piece, let alone something that is relatively available soon. So I did caution her that it may take several weeks, if not months, to get a piece. So deciding the need and getting off the fence sooner rather than later will serve her in the end. That also goes to construction needs. We have three ongoing home office projects right now, and we started planning for these two months ago. These three projects have varying degrees of construction. So some will finish sooner than others. But I do caution, if you are hearing me now talking about this and you haven't started, you will be several months away from completion of this project. So please keep that in mind in your planning stages. Additionally, with one of my clients, he is currently using the space that we will be building furniture in for him. So for now, he can stay where he is, but we've already had to plan out where is he going to go when we start installing, painting, and finishing the space. Taking the time now to figure out all of these pieces will make the project seem less invasive, more structured, and quite frankly, easier to survive through. So in review, if you are in the need of a more permanent home office space, or if you think your office will be closed for many months to come, the decisions you need to make should be done quickly, but thoughtfully, so that you will be able to use the spaces to support your work, your body, your frame of mind, and bridge that gap until you can get back into your office. Or if you're going to be doing a construction project to build a permanent home office, you need to start now going through the checklist that I review in my home renovation workbook so that you don't waste any time as the initial process can take several weeks before you've even approved a design. I know it can be frustrating to take on a home renovation project that wasn't necessarily on your dream list. But thoughtful focus on your needs is the first step to making this project successful. The more details you can come up with in the beginning, the more support this room, this desk, this area will give you going forward, making your investment not only money but time more worth it in the end. 
If you have any further questions about your home office space, what needs you may have, where best to put it in your home, feel free to reach out to me through social media or directly through email. I'm happy to support you in any way I can. Thanks again for joining me today. I look forward to our next conversation. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to reach out to me. You can email me or direct message me through social media, and we can start a conversation about what it is you're going through right now. That will also help me come up with other ideas for future podcasts that I can share with everyone, as I assure you, we're all in the same boat together. I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to my podcast and leave me a review. If you would like to find out more about me and what I can do, please go to my website, www.devignedesign.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope to hear from you soon.